Um, yesterday, there was quite a lot about ESCOM in the budget, and um, to summarize it quite crudely, Treasury is taking over 250 billion rand in debt repayments and interest costs. So that's something that ESCOM will ha- not have to pay back. Well, I mean, you know, it will be an interest-free loan from Treasury to ESCOM, and then ESCOM will pay its creditors back. And uh, then in the fourth year, they'll take over 70 billion rand of remaining loan debt. And there is conditionally conditionality attached to this relief package. Carol Payton, News 24 business writer at large, joins us now. Carol, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Montlig, uh, um, Enoch Gondangwana, the finance minister, already announcing earlier today the, um, the, the independent team, which is going to assess ESCOM to, in his words, give us a better understanding and to say exactly what conditions to attach to the loan. We will get to the bottom of the issues. Um, it's an independent consortium of consultants led by a company, the name of which I can't pronounce, and includes several global engineering consulting firms. Does that strike you as a good first step to, to the process that now has to unfold? Yeah, look, it should have happened maybe earlier, but um, look, it's a good first step. And I think that if you treasury and, and you are taking on mm. this massive amount of debt and and taking responsibility for it, um, then, yeah, you, you want to know that, you know, your money is going to be spent in the right way. So I think it's a good first step. Okay. And do, do you know any of the firms involved? I mean, can we trust that they, well, um, first of all, can we trust that they will want to do a good job? And B, can we trust that they will be allowed the access that will enable them to make decent decisions about the conditionalities that should attach? Well, I so, I mean, well, they are, they, they have a good reputation. Um, they, with one in particular, was with ESCOM before, so they kind of know ESCOM. So, you know, I, I don't think there'll be any problem with the quality of their work. I mean, obviously, it's expensive. The consultants cost an enormous amount of money. So, yes, yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money. Um, and I do think it's a good idea for them to, 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 to have this, this look. I mean, I think one of the difficulties with the whole ESCOM thing is that we, the public, just don't actually know, um, you know, was the rate good or was it bad? Was he useless or was he, was he competent? We, we don't actually, we can't really, really answer those things. So let's, so let's get an independent engineer in there to sort of say, okay, this is what the situation is. I hope that they do make that report public. Yeah, it would it would be nice because we need to be able to monitor the degree to which whatever recommendations they make are being implemented. And if they're the kind of recommendations that inevitably, inexpert though we are, need to be made, we know those recommendations need to be made. And one of the questions we have is, you know, there's going to be resistance to the people who are holding the country to ransom by stealing money out of the ESCOM pot are not going to give up gladly and easily. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all very well for this independent consulting operation to say A, B, C, D and E need to be done, but how do you make it be done? Look, that's always been our problem, hasn't it? So, um, so, so, so and, and I think that, you know, I, I think that Durator and his management team knew what had to be done. And just as probably the previous management team also knew what had to be done. But the problem has been in the execution. And and they say, 
you know, they're quite open about the fact that while there was a massive skills drain from ESCOM, people were really, really encouraged to leave. And the people who had their work experience um, were no longer there. So, so there's, that, there's that issue with the implementation. And then, you know, there just wasn't... Duration just didn't get support from government. He just didn't get it. They say they supported him, but, you know, they didn't. And, I mean, anyone could see that, that, that you know, in terms of the sort of security situation, the sabotage, the, the unbelievable things that happened and that have been happening at ESCOM and, 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 and with, with impunity, um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really describe that as, as, being, as being supportive. And, Carol, the, the, the notion that was floated yesterday and apparently afterwards when questioned about it, Inoko Nguana said, well, this is Treasury's view. It hasn't really been canvassed outside of Treasury. The notion that certain, um, certain st- uh, coal-fired power stations, if they can be shown to meet uh, original equipment manufacturer standards, should be concessioned to the private sector to operate. And I immediately picked on those two words, private sector, in my comments yesterday and said those are, are two words which so many within the ANC and so many within what used to constitute the broad ANC alliance, absolutely anathema those two words to them. And I, I wondered about the possibility of that becoming a reality. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it is a radical suggestion because um, actually commissioning out, I mean, concessioning out um, power stations, which means that, you know, you would say, okay, you've got 20 years to run this, to run this, this power station. Uh, we pay you X, uh, you take, you take Y as, as, as payment. Um, it is a radical, radical idea for, for us because we've never done anything like that before. And, and I think that, um, you know, the ANC, as you say, has been really resistant because there's so much suspicion over the private sector and so much suspicion that, you know, this, this means higher prices, you know, and so on. But, I mean, what we've been watching, what we've been seeing is this spiraling price and spiraling inefficiency. So um, I think that it's, it's definitely the way to go. But whether it could actually get through the entire cabinet, as, as you say, Edok Ganagwana said afterwards, uh, he said, well, you know, this is our view. Um, so whether it could actually get through, um, get through the cabinet, uh, never mind, you know, the ANC, um, is, is another matter entirely. And given the relatively restrained comments by Enoch Gorongwana and what um, Andre Dorato had to say in the Annika Larson interview and the considerably less strained, and typically so, comments from Fikile Mbalula, you know, yes, when Saul Ramaphosa speaks, he acknowledges that there is a crisis, but there seems to be no evidence of the kind of inward-looking reflection which identifies the ANC as a significant causative agent in that crisis. And increasingly, I, you know, you get the sense that Andre de Reiter and his white management team were, were the problem. That's what the ANC is going to, that's a, that's a narrative the ANC is increasingly going to try to sell as we head towards the election next year. And, and in the absence of that inward looking reflection, you know, how much can we trust that things are going to be done which are going to make the situation meaningfully better? It's immensely frustrating because, um, you know, as we know, the ANC caused the problem. The ANC uh, did what it did to ESCOM, looted ESCOM, ran it into the ground. And, and now Cyril Ramaphosa tries to say, well, this is a new dawn and, you know, that was then and this is now. But in fact, um, what, we've, what we've learned 
um, recently is that, in fact, all of those those problems haven't gone away. You know, state capture ended. We've got a new president, but the problems of corruption and, and ineptitude and, and, and all sorts of things and criminality um, has actually has actually, in some regards, grown. So, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 a really, it's a really, really difficult situation. Carol Payton, News24 business writer at large, thank you for making some time for us this afternoon.